0: Hey there, Ezra here. I'm recording this right now after a restful and quiet Christmas weekend. There's been food, small gatherings, the weather has been hot yet pouring with rain, and actually, I love this time of the year. And almost like clockwork, there is this sense that maybe we can put the year behind us, and in this case, it's 2020. But the past 12 months have taken a lot out of us I mean, I can only speak for myself and we've had to give back in ways in which we know how we've spent a lot of time at home learning new skills new rituals and letting go of much of that we can't control and that's what I wanted to reflect on just a little bit for this final 2020 episode with an old friend of mine you, you, you want to do like a filler episode but I don't have the back catalogue enough so to Wait, hold up. To... Are you trying to suggest I'm filler? <laughs> no, cuz listen, uh, what, bitch, I'm thriller. <laughs> I don't know why you <laughs> you are all killer, no filler. You are, you, let's let's get that let's get this straight. So, no, but what I'm trying, I'm trying to do is I'm trying Just before the festivities, I got on a call with Johan and Sen. I call him Joe. He works in Singapore now, settled himself into a new job, and it's been more
1: than a year since we last caught up, virtually or in person. This is the first company I've ever worked for that doesn't give you the last week of the year off. So I took it off. The 28th, 29th, 30th. But they did give us the 24th off, which is not a public holiday, and the 31st off, which is not a public holiday. So tomorrow's my last day in the office, which has just made everything crazier and everyone just a little bit more nuts about catching me. So I got meetings that go all the way to midnight.
0: You, you, do you have another meeting after me? Yes. The premise of this... this... But it was so that I was your last
1: one. I'll cancel it if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'll I this. no. It's, it's the time I zone this thing. To be the one, dying. so the time zones are insane, and then you try to catch everyone. So usually, I try to stagger them out. So if I have like really late nights, I try to start later in the morning or whatever have you. But yes, I, I you could question my life choices. <laughs> For Joe,
0: Christmas is the event on his family calendar. For his dad, Ronald, and his mom, Rogine. It's the thing that they look forward to the most.
1: Yeah, so I think it's just more defining home as when we're together, right? So there's certain traditions that run from Christmas to New Year. So um, the meals are important. um, Movie watching is important. um, You know, and and the movies we watch, which have evolved over time. But, uh, you know... What are some of the traditions surrounding the meals? Oh, so... um, It's just so I think it's more just being together as a unit, but it's because I love you, mom. You're a terrible cook. And so is my dad. (laughs) They're absolutely (laughs) atrocious. So, I mean, there are certain dishes that I would like to say we, we, you know, we we try our best to repeat. So there's certain things where there there will be a Christmas cake, there will be mince pies. Um, I think we used to try to do turkey every year up until my late 20s. And then at some point, I think we had a conversation like, do you like turkey? Because I do not like turkey. I don't like turkey. So we stopped. We're like, we're going to eat what we want to eat. Waking up, um, boxing day, and then being the first one to punch the other on the arm. It's a tradition. Look it up. Um, and uh, just being in each other's company. So I think you're right with the larger thing. It's it's about, you know, organizing stuff and everything else. But by the end of Christmas Day, it's just about being able to relax around each other.
0: Because of COVID, lockdown measures and quarantine, Joe knew Christmas was going to be different this year. It also meant having that conversation with his folks about not making it home for the holidays.
1: So you know my mom's kind of, you know, like a a, a badass. Oh, I should not say that. I'm sorry. My mom kicks butt, okay? chili buddy that she is. So basically, um, when they announced the the lockdown from November and that it would only be left to December 6th, so my plan was if they didn't reduce that two-week quarantine period, I was going to go back to KL like first week of December uh, get quarantine work remotely from quarantine i got the list of hotels from the consulate or whatever i saw the amount of ibises that were on there and i'm like bintang sta. i don't know but i was like i was gonna rave it okay because <laughs> they don't even let you pick you know it's like you get on a bus in klia and then you know you just you know you know, but it's just it was really kind of depressing But i thought okay i'm gonna do that but when they announced the second lockdown, my mom gave me this call and she's like, okay, I don't want you coming home. I'm having nightmares about it. So I'm going to stay on the line and you're going to book a staycation.
0: Sorry, because you can't make it back home, your mom is insisting. No, no, that was you. her
1: insurance policy that I wouldn't try to make it back home. So she was like, you're not doing this. And so that was the moment it hit me. I was busy with work. It was like, I think, um, I can't remember when they announced it now, but it was the day they announced it. She just called me and said, I'm not having it. You're not flying back. So you're going to figure out if, you know, a staycation in Singapore and you're going to spend Christmas in Singapore and I want to make sure you have a good one. And it was just like, okay, but can I just try? And then she's like, I'm not arguing with you. We're just doing this on the phone. So I made a booking, you know, and, but after I got off the phone with her, that's when it hit me. Oh, geez. And I I think it's the first time in at least 15 years I won't be spending Christmas with family. So that was a really harsh realization. That sort of hit me like a ton of bricks when I hung up the phone. And it felt really sort of in a, you know. um, And then I remembered I forgot to check with the hotel, had a bathtub.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it also sounds like, I think by the time your mom spoke to you, and, and had that conversation about how Christmas was going to play out this year, I think she had already gone through that process already.
1: She had. She had. And uh, what was funny was, though, she didn't have that conversation with my dad because he heard that on the phone was like, what? <laughs> and it was a cute moment. But then, he, you know, he was on board with it. I think they were both really nervous about me commuting. They were really nervous so, about it. So list out from what you explicitly and implicitly understand
0: about what your, your parents' concerns were.
1: So one, the quarantine, they didn't think it would be that great. Um, two, the stress along with work and everything else that's going on, new job and everything else, then trying to work from quarantine, which some of my colleagues have done. It's not so bad. Um, and two, uh, so three, can't even count no more. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> sorry, three, it was, uh, uh, I think it, um, it was genuinely me picking up the the virus whether that's on the plane, whether that's in quarantine or anything else. And it's not a rational fear, um, but you feel it. And actually tonight, just three hours before we were, you know, three hours uh, before we're speaking or recording this, I found out that there was a COVID case in their building. Now I understand why she made that call, because I am freaking out. It's like in the other end of the condo, but i was like close your windows i it's it's, it's you know it's uh, they're both over 70 so and my dad had heart surgery a few years ago so i am so petrified and scared and i'm like avoid the balconies you know don't you know but there is a COVID case in in that building and i was just like that is insane is that person going to a hospital or something but no i think it's a stay home notice and so yeah but, i haven't uh, seen your
0: parents in a while but I, I, you know you're you're right they are more elderly uh, in that regard, and how have they been dealing with, I guess, just the the magnitude of COVID? Because it sounds like you know your mom and dad are very sort of forward thinking in in managing the circumstances, or
1: has it been a, a little bit trickier? No, so I, I I think we talked about this, but I had a bit of a scare um, back in February, uh, March, early March, um, and I was keenly more aware of the whole thing, but. Before the lockdown, the first lockdown even went into place, I asked them to, to not go out. So back in the last week of February, I was saying, guys, can you can you just stay home? Um, and so I think a full week or two weeks before Kale went into lockdown, I was like, I just I prefer to stay home. And that was when the supermarkets were opening an hour early for elderly folk and everything else. And they were about to go out to that. And I said, just can you please, just for my peace of mind. So aside from... One trip to a dentist, which my dad had to go to, they've been in the house since February. Right? They haven't (sighs) left, right? My mom goes down for like packages and stuff like that. And I have been doing online shopping for them like crazy. They're getting food delivery and everything else. I love the fact that it was, I think, late last year when all of these grocery services started up. Right? It's kind of fortunate because I don't know what they'd be doing. They have a neighbor that's really friendly and she does some shopping for them and everyone understands because they're over 70 right uh the guards find it funny that she keeps getting packages from me <laughs> um but it's uh i I've, I've debated going home or moving home and everything else but then i realized like i would have to go out and work or i have to go out and do things and i'd be worried about bringing it back with me and there's a, a, a sort of a a bit of a thing there but Um, our joke right now is, uh, sort of like talking about how long it's been since we've hugged each other, which is a little sad, but we're, you know, I sort of joke with them. It's like, you know, I don't know what it is. I think it's parental neglect. Like why you don't hug me anymore? Like what's going on? Right. So you can slip in that, that, that family guilt as well. I'm Catholic. So that's what we do. No, but they do the same thing. (laughs) And it's like, you know, (laughs) but we, we joke around about it. Um, but it is hard. It is genuinely hard. And Christmas was kind of like that, you know, whatever happens, that's we're making that happen. And so when I got that call, and yeah, from, from her, I was just like, okay, okay, I'll just do this to make you happy. But it, it really hit me that, oh my God, this is kind of nuts, that we're not making this, you know, that we're not making this happen. Joe's family traditions
0: weren't the only things that went on pause. Rituals like going to church on
1: Christmas Day as a family. That had to change too. Um, the Archdiocese here and their online system would open up all of the seats for mass, for Christmas mass, for Christmas Eve, 24th and 25th. And then there was a glitch with the system and they had to postpone it.
0: When you say open up seats, it's like like Ed Sheeran concert tickets.
1: It's like Ed Sheeran concert tickets, okay? So (laughs) right now, right, seats at mass, and I'm so happy people are praying. In every religion, y'all, in every religion, okay? Pandemic time, call on God. But you have to, You so let's say the end of the month, the first 15 days of the month will open up, and you need to go in and book. But the Christmas masses, they sort of left that off the system until it was supposed to be the 15th at 8 a.m., 12 p.m., And 3 p.m., they would stagger depending on the church you were go, you were in. Then they moved that to the, um, 16th because of a technical glitch. So my, the, the church that I'm registered to, and you have to be registered to a church. You can't just pick churches. It's like, we'll only open seats to the one church that you're registered to. So my church, uh, was open for ticket sales. No, I'm kidding. Open for seats, um, on the, uh, on the uh, noon, 12 noon. It went live. 12.02, all seats were gone. And so on Wednesday last week was the realization that I am, again, for the first time in like, I think, maybe 30 years, not being able to go to church at Christmas. And I get it, man. But at the same time, you know that it's there to keep people safe. So... You kind of respect it. You, you suck it up and you take it in and you go, okay. So I was hoping to do that, but that's not going to happen. The same with the trip home, right? My parents haven't been to Mass since they, they renewed their vows in January during their anniversary, right? Wow. Um, so they, you know, they, they haven't, uh, they haven't had communion. And that's an important thing if you're Catholic, you know. Of course. Um, so I think that that's a, that was a bit of a deal. You know, it, it, it you find new ways of practicing. I think every faith, every religion's done that, and you find new ways of um, of connecting. Okay, when I couldn't get two minutes, two minutes, I couldn't get into the I'm like Ed Sheeran sold out in 12 minutes. Christmas Mass went out in two.
0: So at the moment, when do you think you're you're actually going to be able to come back and, and see your folks?
1: I have not made plans. I have absolutely no clue um, when that's going to be a possibility. So I'm really hoping that um, I, I could be there for the anniversary again. Uh, then the next milestone would be my birthday, then my dad's birthday, um, and then we'll see. But I, I have no clue. I think, uh, I think there are so many plans that have fallen through. I think I, I'm in the frame of mind where. I think the moment the opportunity opens up, that'll be a nice surprise, but I'm not gonna sort of put that milestone there, because Christmas was it for me. And so adjusting to that blow, I think, was a, was a bit much. So I, I don't want to create another, you know, um, deadline or drop date where I go, oh man, I'm not making it home today. I think it, you, you reevaluate what's important to you, and I think that's that's the silver lining in a way. Um, And you won't take those things for granted.
0: One would assume that your parents are already fans of the Ezra Zai project, but should they listen to this recording at some point in the future? So you joke,
1: but it just occurred to me that my mom does stream it, and Ezra, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna have to hack. I'm gonna have to hack. Her, she's phone. not listening to dude. She's been podcasts. following your case. She's been following everything. You know she's a fan of your dad.
0: You Press know her, my yes. parents
1: are fans of your dad, so they follow you your around. Your
0: parents are the best.
1: Yes, it's like Natalie Cole gets Nat King Cole's fans. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so they there's you a around. crossover. There is a crossover. Okay, um, but no. So so yeah, they they, they yeah. I, I love I love them. I wish I was in KL this season. Um, and, but I, I completely get it. Um, I think it, it's it's a hard time to be away, but at times, you know, it's the responsible thing to be away. And and you, you do what needs to, to be done to keep everyone safe during this period. Um, there are sacrifices you have to make that will surprise you, but you make them because, you know, you can't. And um, you make smart choices during this period. So even when you're seeing friends and even when you're hanging out, you, know, you do the responsible thing to the best of your ability uh, because this is not something to mess with. This is not a joke. And, um, and I think, uh, you know, um, I, I'm worried about us being lulled into a sense of false security because the numbers are so great in Singapore right now. And going into the season, I think that's the thing that's worrying me. I think um, our antibodies push back when we you know when we're sick and we fight viruses i think in a strange way this virus is its own form of antibody we've we've, we've become really harmful to the environment we live in oh my god do I sound like a Greenpeace person? no but we <laughs> i never thought i never thought but when you were seeing you know like dolphins in venice and you know the you know skyline in mumbai for the first time you were like oh, maybe we should all stay home. Maybe we should take a pause, right? Yes. And especially when you are working a career that is not considered an essential service, let that check your ego. You know, let that check your ego. Like, And, and, and think about what it is you're doing, what you're contributing. But um, no, child, please, I work in advertising. Lord knows my life is not noble. Um, but <laughs> it's a wage. But it's, you know... It, you reevaluate a lot of what's going on and I think that third strain um, you know we're not done with it yet there's so much that's going on that that actually makes me really nervous and it's difficult to think about so you put it out of your mind you watch the Mariah Carey Christmas special
0: have you read the autobiography?
1: please, week one
0: come on get in there get in there that Ezra knows this is the corniest
1: thing about me is that I am full blown Mariah fan (laughs) Everything else, you know, was like soul and I think I had a pretty decent taste in music. Oh, oh, the catalog but, is, is uh, it,
0: there's a wide spectrum there, but, but
1: you know. But Mariah Mar- 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 is just prolific and amazing and still a talent. Still a talent.
0: My thanks to Johan and Sen, his parents, Ronald, and Rujin they're both safe and well The Ezra Zide project is made by me Ezra Zaid. I host produce and edit the show Our team includes Raisa Nadine Aspergo, Sabrina Yusuf Ramah Fauzi Melati Kamrudin and Chunsa this episode was mixed and mastered by Meals. Silent Night was performed and recorded by Russell Curtis. Additional music for this episode is provided by Blue Dot Sessions. Drop us a note on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle is at Project Reside. And if you'd like to listen to our previous episodes, head over to ezrazite.com or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to this before the new year, we'll be taking a short hiatus. New episodes resume on January 14th, 2021. Be safe and see you then.